1: Everybody and welcome to our February 21st edition of Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. You always start off our show with a prayer. So we pray in the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear God, thanks for letting us have a really good state championship uh, week. Uh, even though it was kind of interrupted by weather, it was turned into a blessing in disguise by having thousands of people there to be able to see the state games on Saturday. I pray in thanksgiving for that. I pray that we'll continue to keep our LHSA soccer uh, community non-split. Please help us be able to continue to work together to have fairness and high-quality soccer throughout the next uh, calendar year. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Well, a lot of stuff did happen, uh, and no, it was a uh, pretty rough, rough uh, week for the public schools. I do understand if you do want public schools to leave uh, the LHSAA, uh, and and so we can have like a class division. Type of a uh, state championship run, I understand that, but I, I do think that especially Dutchtown and East Jefferson really did a heck of a job of trying to win the state title, and they left it all on the field, and they just lost a really close one-goal game uh, out there. The rest of it, though, however, was very much dominated by select or private schools. I understand that. Okay, we're going to start with Division Four, and Division Four. Um, Since the game was at three thirty, I couldn't get out of my. I couldn't get to the stadium until the uh, ten minutes left to go in the game. By the time I got to the game, Academy of the Sacred Heart had already uh, pulled away and uh, and beat Washington Christian. We were beating Washington Christian three to one. And uh, that game was pretty much done when I got there. However, I would have never known that looking at Washington Christian play if I didn't see the score because of how hard that they were playing. And that's uh, t- uh, I really tipped my hat as a testimony to um, to that program. Uh, being the four seed and, and making it to the state finals uh, was an accomplishment all in itself. But then going against the Academy Sacred Heart uh, was different. Academy Sacred Heart, though, was the seventh seed. And a lot of people didn't believe that they were going to make it. But uh, defending state champion Newman again washed out uh, in the third round to them, and so they basically took over that number one seed, beating ESA, and then taking care of business in state finals, with um, a eighth grader with eighth grader Vivian Real getting the most valuable player award, which is outstanding. Kind of talk about her uh, on Sports Zone with Ed Daniels the other night, and we have. Um, an interview with Mark Dubasson, their head coach, right now uh, so you could hear what he had to say after the game.
0: These girls are special. To, I mean, everything about the school is special. And uh, to be able to give it to them is is beyond words for that. I mean, on the banner, we looked at it before. Uh, actually, it was like last Thursday. We looked at it and we are like, uh, we, had, we had two years and then we had three years and then we had four years. and It was like 2011, 12. No, uh, yeah, 10, 11, 12, 13. And then it just stopped. Um, and I'm like, we're right there. This is us. That's our year right there. Um, and uh, it, 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 I'm blessed to be coaching there, and I couldn't be more happy to give them a state championship. But they really did it, not me. They did it. Correct me on the wrong. I saw one senior. One the yes, teams. one senior. To, to have such
2: a young team, what is the ceiling for, for that kind of
0: group? That's something that at the beginning of the year, of the beginning of the season, I said, too, um, you know, and, uh, and Doug free said it with me. This group has a chance to go for a long time um, if we if we if we do it right. I mean, we got a big junior class too, so um, but doing it the right way, setting the style of play, how we're going to do it, and continuing to do that from from fifth and sixth grade up is is what the goal is. You know, not just for us, but it's to start to start teaching there at that level and kind of make it where it's all one system. It's, it's special, so it could be. It could be a very long time. That's my goal, at least. You know, the goal is that. But um, no, I mean, we got a lot of girls coming up, too. So. Watching
2: this game play out, uh, it was very physical,
3: but well, one word that really stuck to me was control. When you guys were in control. You would Feldman please please kind of tell
2: me how you it? Well, that's.
0: We kind of pride ourselves on playing a a strong possession brand of soccer, and we weren't we weren't able to do it in against Newman. Uh, We just couldn't do it, and we we knew that it was going to be a struggle, so, um, and against uh, Acadian, I'm sorry, Episcopal of Acadiana, it was, uh, they played amazing, you know, they played great, they took us out of our game, we were able to kind of come back in the second half, but in this game, that was what we preached, we're going to do it our way, we're going to just come out and be calm and confident in what we do, and, uh, and we did. I mean, yeah. And that's when we, when we're able to control the ball. I think I told, I, I said that before. But when we start, when we play our way, we're able to, to dictate and dominate possession, and you know, dictate the game. And that's what we were able to do. So. The game's MVP was. Made by yes, I know. She plays like a monster. I know. <laughs> she plays much taller than she is. So uh, yeah, she's special. You know, um, a lot of years ahead of her at, at Sacred Heart. So um, and look, we got. We actually Sally Irwin's an eighth grader, center back. Um, two other eighth graders on this team. Um, the future looks bright. What does this say about you know her fight, her character? that
2: She was playing the state championship for her team, but obviously an all-metro.
0: She said she was nervous. She did, and I was like, come on, and, you know, like, it's you'll be fine. Just do your thing. I said after the first five minutes, you'll see. It's just another game. She's like, yeah, and uh, and look, she <laughs> she did. You know, look. She has. She knows. Um, look, she plays club. She's a strong club player. Um, very confident. Very skilled. And I mean, it, it says a lot for her. You know, she's an amazing player. So we're lucky to have her. And how many years have you been uh, I coach? You think know? about one. this is my first year. Oh, I mean, just I, I was an assistant for for three years prior.
2: In uh, your first year, though, to win state, that's gotta kind of obviously mean a lot to
0: you. It. It's very special. I'm very lucky. I'm blessed. I really am to, to be a part of this school as well. So. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.
1: Absolutely. All right. And that was Coach, that was coach Mark Dubison. And, uh, indeed, their future is bright. It kind of took a turn south when Coach uh, Coach Taraj left and went to Newman to coach the boys. but uh, But now I think that they've made a statement, especially by beating Newman, that they're around and they're going to be around for a long time to come. Now, when it comes to the boys, we don't have any interviews, uh, but we do. Well, we were there. And uh, the boys' game saw Pope John Paul II put up a valiant effort in order to try to defend their state championship from last year. And let me tell you something, that's a really very difficult thing to do. It's probably the hardest thing I've ever had to do as a coach is try to defend a state championship because you you always have a target on your back, and uh, it, it's hard to it's hard to get that target off, and, and the kids are going to have the kids have to develop and be able to have, almost have nerves to steal. And when they ran into Isidore Newman, who had nothing to lose as a ten seed, uh, uh, they, the, Newman got a goal, and they didn't really sit on the goal at all. Newman just stayed with it and uh, and took care of business. Uh, they were really. Um, they had a great, great run in the playoffs, uh, beating Glamour, River Oaks, and then a shootout to St. Thomas Aquinas, I think, really helped them. And then they had to go to Baton Rouge to play Newman. So having to go to Hammond was no big deal for them. They were ready to go. And I think that they're before their time. I think they're going to have another run or two in them with this group of kids. And uh, so Division Four, beware. Let me tell you something. Most of the coaches will tell you that uh, Division One and Four are your two hardest divisions. Uh, in high school soccer that's that's arguable of course but uh but it's a good argument to say the least okay so that's it for division four we'll take a break and we'll come back we'll talk about division three soccer and listen to their head coaches on monday night football we'll see you after the break
3: At the Olive Branch Cafe, only the freshest ingredients go into everything we serve. Our dough is prepared daily, and now the West Bank's best tasting pizza is delivered 1030 a.m. to 930 p.m. seven days a week. The Olive Branch Cafe, Marrero and Algiers.
1: okay everybody welcome back to monday night football yeah when it comes down to division three and the girls game i was really disappointed that again i couldn't get there until the second half and by the time i got there loyola prep was firmly um uh doing what they had to do and uh they wound up winning the game four to one archbishop hannon did score and uh it was kind of like the uh division four game but in this case uh um Loyola had really a lot more control over the game. But Hannon had a wonderful season. Um, At a Cinderella season, they were the 5C getting to the finals. And really in Division three without the state playoffs, we would have never really got to the to the true number one. And it was a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful experience for all these girls. And so I wish I would have had Coach Matlark on. But, uh, but maybe I'll get him on the show next week. When it came to the D3 boys, I was kind of surprised. I thought it would be one of those overtime games. And it really looked at, from warm-ups to the very, very start of the game, it was going to be that way. But university pulled away. Um, we have Coach Mitchell's comments in a second, but it looks like University is powerful. Both teams are loaded with seniors. I think Vanderbilt had 12 and, and University had 13. And uh, if you look at their benches, you would swear they were D1 teams uh, with the depth that they have. And and the quality of play was, was outstanding. The type of shots that made it in were, were fantastic. So without me talking anymore, let's listen to what Coach Mitchell had to say after the game. Okay, everybody, here's what Coach Mitchell had to say.
3: Uh, was a runner uh, uh, okay. semi-finalist. I thought there was another one. Yeah, there one. was yeah. another one. Well, what was it about the, that Menendor family? It's just been so good to you. I'm just blessed they're in our school. <laughs> God. Well, they got a lot of them. Every time they seem to come out to play soccer, it's always been a benefit for us. Yeah. Uh, going back to that first half, what was it that they were kind of frustrating you a little bit? Uh, their, their style of play is very direct. Yeah. And so we knew going in was very similar to the last game that we just played. And it's tough. I mean, both teams had to come off with two days rest. And our semifinal. was challenging incredibly challenging. Lesher was a really outstanding team, and they gave us a huge test at home. We were fortunate to get through that one. We knew going into this, it was all about, can we get our legs back? And uh, that was our goal, a whole two days of preparation was just get our legs back, get our legs back. And we were able to do that, and once we got our legs back, I thought we fought through that, that first half, and then after that, we were able to close it out. So, kind of like what is that about? Activities that we do after uh, the game, uh, no, people, they just want
4: to show off how fit they really, are because work really hard oh on fitness. So, uh, they just wanted to show oh the, oh the, the kids who just went to the best. All right, All right. this is an
1: awesome night. How do you feel? Pretty excited, pretty awesome, pretty awesome. Pretty so, I thought that first half was going to be a stalemate, and then that volley. Oh, my, <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh. Yeah, had 13 seniors? Yeah.
3: 13 seniors. That yeah,
1: was a hell of class. That, that, that's a class. That's a lot of people back. How yeah, many yeah.
3: people do you have back for next year? Uh, we got a great junior class. We uh, seniors next year. We got a lot of younger guys that are playing with us right now. So, I mean, we got, we got a lot of guys that are ready to go next year. That's for sure. How did you get them hungry? This hungry? That right. goes back to last year. Last year, the semifinal loss. Uh, we took it pretty hard. And that was a tough one. I think that... Uh, We felt that uh, we could have done a little bit better. We felt that we left something out there. And we felt that it just wasn't us. And so we came back this season. The guys were very, very focused. And they just wanted to get back to the finals, which they did. And then, you know, being able to win it. One of the class acts of the state. Congratulations. Enjoy
1: every minute of it. Thank you for coming out. All right. All right, and that was Coach Mitchell. What a class guy indeed. Okay. All right. When it came to the D two finals, uh, St. Thomas More uh just didn't get a cakewalk. Okay, they got a good challenge uh posed on them. But uh really the uh Lakeshore Titans, Lady Titans, um were essentially uh a dangerous team, uh, but but St. Thomas Moore was able to pull away 4-2. to two. This is the only test they had in the entire playoffs. It kind of makes me miss the old way we used to do playoffs, because every now and then you'd get a really high, hard game in the first I'll never forget playing St. Paul's in the first round one year, and I think it was in 2004, and at the time you feel robbed that you know you got to play such a good team so, so early but at the same token, it's you know, um, it, it, it tests you, I don't know St. Thomas More really was tested a little bit in the state finals, but it was really a cakewalk. They beat the sixth seed, four to two, and uh and they won their fifth straight state championship. Now, Coach Underwood corrected me a few months ago as to the size of St. Thomas More and how small they are. And so uh, uh I, I stand corrected and I want to be corrected of the fact that you know I think they should be be in D one. But if you look at the way they play they're definitely I mean these girls on the field are a juggernaut. I'd like to see them play uh the D1 state champions Dominican and see how they would how they would fare on a neutral site. Okay? These girls are for real. Anyway, um let's listen to coach Underwood and see what he has to say about it. Okay, here's coach Underwood.
4: Or did you make any at all? No, I think one of the greatest things about our squad is, is our depth. And so different players have different strengths and weaknesses. And so we don't have to change our shape as much as we can change personnel and, and kind of give them different looks or different talents. Okay, so how does it feel, number five? And they all feel great. You know, We're going to enjoy this again until the end of the year. We worked for it. We earned it. And then we'll let things uh, begin anew uh, this summer. You still have that hunger? Hey, look. <laughs> One of the things we talked about is like this is a senior class that doesn't know hunger. But look, I, I think I saw a hungry, hungry group out there tonight. Yeah. Uh, we got a great mixture of youth, and uh, so yeah, I mean the hunger and the uh, the fight uh, to continue pushing uh, this program to new heights is there. Awesome. The last ten minutes of the game, we're going through your mind. Man, <laughs> yeah, we we're, okay. uh, we were kind of enjoying it, and then they got—I think they get the yeah. second one under? Yeah, uh, yeah. And I was glad at that point, we had that fourth goal for that Christian. Well, look, go enjoy it, and congratulations! Yes, thank you so much. All for right, all
1: time. right. All right, that's Coach Underwood, and uh, five state championships—amazing feat indeed. When it came to the D2 boys game, boy, what a game. Y'all, look, uh, you could go to nfhs.org and just watch it. Um, it was different than being there in person, though, especially being on the field. Uh, we definitely saw the best player in the state. Uh, junior, uh, I think, uh, from East Jefferson was definitely, um, I don't know if a lot of people agree with me, but Junior Duran looked like he's he was the best player I saw you know, at least in the state championships, you know, and he put on a show and, uh, and St. Thomas Moore, that was not intimidated by him. And, uh, St. Thomas Moore, um, uh, knew where he was. They made it, they made some adjustments and, uh, in the second half and the second half, those adjustments paid off. And, uh um, really it's a brilliant job of coaching. Um, and, and I think if you're a coach, you might want to take a picture of it and see if you can figure out what they did. I don't want to say out here in public with a lot of coaches listening as to what they did, um, but they 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 took away what the what the uh, Warriors were doing in the first half, which basically put the entire game on junior shoulders. And, you know, that's a lot to ask at any level, for one player to have to carry a team. He tried. They tried very, very hard in the last uh, couple of minutes of – of the game, like in stoppage time and whatnot, he, his body even got bent backwards as he flipped, trying to get the ball into the goal, but it was for no no ado, you know. Uh, St. Thomas More wound up cleaning up both the boys and the girls that night. I have the coach for St. Thomas More.
4: going
2: to do. We told them that actually we going to speak louder this year, and they've done that. Now, I know you said that you were trying to downplay one of avenge last year's loss, but you can tell from the opening kick that that was just a little extra in this game. So it's a thing to say that now that it's over to the- When you're making me suck, what are you telling kids as they go in? What are y'all trying to do at that point? You tell I believe in them. <laughs> Thanks a yeah, lot, coach. Appreciate hey, it. You. Yeah, appreciate,
1: appreciate. Coach, what adjustments did you make in the second half? This is Coach Schwader from Monday Night Football.
4: Uh, we tried to find the width. We, want, we wanted to go wide first, and that's what the space just seemed like it was giving us. So we said, hey, find the width. Try to be a little bit more patient in attacking third. I think, I
2: think
4: uh, respecting each other in the first half, we we're Give him way too much respect, so we had to
1: step it up and they put high pressure. If they weren't allowed to play that long ball to get out, and I think that made a big difference. It really did. It really did. Uh, how did you handle uh, junior switching sides from the left to the right? You can't handle it. It's not
4: one player. It's not one coach that can benefit. It's a team. It's a team, and, and you know, you gotta, you, you got to defend them in numbers. That's a hell of a player, man, and, and he showed it. He's, he's one heck of a
1: player. Yeah, and you're a heck of a coach. Welcome to the State Championship
4: Club. Enjoy every minute, coach. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. God bless, you. God bless you. All right.
1: Thank you so much. Take care. Very impressive indeed. That was Coach John Jacob Plumbar. A really impressive young man. And his future, needless to say, is extremely, extremely bright. Now, when it came to the Division I girls, all right, we have a, a new sheriff in town there as well. You had Dominican playing St. Joseph's. And Dominican had a pretty good. A solid uh, lead with St. Joseph's going towards the end of the second half with a 2 nothing lead. But all you've listened to my show, you know how I feel about a 2 nothing lead in Louisiana high school soccer. Usually the team that scores the third goal wins. Well, Dominican wound up, uh, I mean St. Thomas, St. Joseph Academy, excuse me, wound up uh, getting a goal, making the score 2-1, to one, okay? But notice, I said eighty percent. There are the twenty percent, and the twenty percent are the teams that realize they're in jeopardy. They got to stop walking in fog, and they they got to really take control of the game back from that, or take the momentum of the game. More importantly, back from the other team. And boy, this girl Trout uh, uh, just buried this ball that came loose out of the corner, um, and uh, Coach Silva's talked about that probably more than the first two goals and. Regardless, though, that it's, uh, sealed the deal. And, man, um am so proud of Coach Silva. So for those of you who don't know, I used to be his coach. I take no credit for his success whatsoever as a coach. But it's nice to see your former players succeed at that kind of level. Here's what he had to say after the game.
4: and those would go in. Um, and when it did, we, we tried in that next five minutes afterwards to uh, just, when we smell blood in the water, to put him under and find that second one. And we've done that a lot of times this season. And did it again tonight against one great opponent. Um, and then we just pulled one back. I'm like, oh God, here we go, a dog dogfight. <laughs> uh, enough uh, composure for us to find one more and another set piece, uh, can't ask for anything more from our group to put their, their, their hearts into the season and got the ultimate award for a uh, great execution on that team. Yeah, we, uh, we, we had a couple of trick corners that uh, obviously did not come up <laughs> anyway like we wanted it to, uh, so we said we'll just take a normal one and put it in the back of the net. Camps. Great group of girls. Two years in a row. Unbelievable for them. Unbelievable. So Thank, Thank you. I didn't see any adjustments at halftime. Were there? No, we didn't make any adjustments. Um, you know, we just said that at times we've got to be a little bit tighter because we knew with our shape versus their shape, everybody was at a 1v1 matchup. Um, and... We when we weren't tight for that first ball we started to pull away and we allowed them to turn and come at us a little bit more and so we wanted to uh, to stop that happening and I think we did a better job of that in the second half What about Charles play? Well, uh, what, what an engine she's got in the middle, Her Bradley Stella in to do the work on their three, exceptional center mids and we were able to keep them under the range for the most part and um and they had enough left in our tank to get up there and get an assist or goal. I mean it's exceptional. You know, exceptional. For go have fun coach. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Congratulations. Go, go, go. <laughs> and yes, I'm definitely proud of him. Uh, you're talking about uh <laughs> decades of work right there all right for some people they just get out there and 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 they just win it the first time uh and they just don't understand how special it is he understood how special it was you could t- see the tears uh in his eyes and finally when it came to the d1 final uh it was just like the d2 final in many many ways um Catholic High, uh a select power playing against a public school team that had never been to the state championship before. So, uh I was happy about that because I like to see us not split uh the LHSA as you well know if you listen to this show. And uh and so now we kind of, there's no hypothetical like I wonder if this team would have played in the other team who would have won and you know that kind of business. There's no wondering here, okay? Um uh it, it is what it is. And so Catholic High went up to an early lead. And really, um, Dutchtown was chasing the game from then on. The second half, I would tell you, the uh, first half was owned by Catholic High. Uh, Dutchtown didn't wait for two minutes left to go in the game to put to put everything on the table and to throw everything at Catholic High. But it just would not go in. In stoppage time, they had three tremendous opportunities to score, uh, and, and they just would not go in. I mean, it was so frustrating for them. In um, a couple of plays, too, uh, the referee, I'd like to really get the referee on the show uh, because I wasn't on the field, so I don't know what was said. I don't know what whistles were blown, but they tried to have two quick restarts to catch Catholic on um, unbalanced, and... Especially one of their corner kicks, they were faking. They usually put everybody in the goal, and they usually just put the ball in that cluster of people. And this time, they delayed uh, and fired off a short corner uh, while the referee was looking inside of the uh, all of the twenty players that were inside the goal face. And when the ball was played, he told them to stop. And and I thought that was kind of odd. And uh, unless unless he did stop play, and that's a totally different animal. When he stopped play, then you have to wait for the whistle. So. Uh, and then after that, the surprise was done, and Catholic High was ready for that corner kick, unlike uh, St. Paul's the, uh, a couple of days earlier, okay? Very dangerous corner kick to to defend. Anyhow, um, Catholic High goes, lead, and they win the game. I went to try to go, go interview any of the coaches from Catholic High afterwards. I couldn't get any of them to the microphone, okay? But I was able to get Coach Dyer's comments, and I think they're worth listening to. Okay, Coach Starr in his fourth year at Dust Town High School. Well, sorry about that. We were not able to get his comments because the uh, the music in the stadium was so loud, and uh, he had his team uh, next to the uh, to the uh, speakers. Anyway, he, his comments were basically uh, nobody expected them to get that far. So they see the success of that. He's only been coaching for four years, and. And he uh, thought that they dominated the second half, and uh, but they just couldn't get the result. And that that's part of it, you know? Uh, it, it's part of it. So it was a tremendously hard-fought uh, uh, stoppage time. Uh, I was all in the field during that. And, uh, uh, and really, uh, you just got, saw two teams giving it the very, very, very all. Uh, Catholic, I was hungry. Very hard to be hungry when you're repeating as a state champion. Uh, my hat's off to them. And and so uh, it just capped off what I thought was an extremely uh, um, colorful and uh, a very good state championships week uh, with the LHSAA. I, I think the LHSAA needs to be commended uh, for what they've what they did, how the how they adjusted for the weather, and really uh, uh, and how Southeastern uh, did to host us. Okay. Whew, that was a long show. Okay, uh, I'm in the middle of actually I'm recording this show, uh, watching my club practice. Okay, uh, we're in the middle of club season. It just never stops, never stops, never stops. And uh, and if you're in the club scene, you know exactly what I'm talking about. We go from high school to club, to high school to club. Okay, it's it's a, it's a ebb and flow that really never stops okay i promised my wife today that i would take a one week vacation somehow in july and get away from it and uh i don't think that's going to be good enough but at least i'm trying to attempt to to get to get some breathing space okay so soccer keeps going on soccer keeps improving and we're going to be here there to record it for you as long as we can stay on the air on monday night football your voice for youth soccer god bless you and your family all you teams out there, this was a championship-level season. It was good to see everybody this year in the manner that they competed. And hopefully we'll have a good 2022 uh, season, upcoming 2023. This is Coach DeRitter signing out.